Good morning, God morning. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Good morning, listeners. Welcome, welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to the end of the year. I just want you all to know that not everyone makes it. Um, It is a sensitive time of year, and God seems to do a lot of calling home. It just may seem that way. So families, just be on guard and know that God knows what he is doing. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. All things are new. Before I accepted Christ, I did my own thing. I did what I wanted and chased after my goals. And my family, my life, suffered. My God's grace, I accepted Christ. And it saved my life. It saved my family. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, If anyone is in Christ, she, he, is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Old things have become new. Then suddenly for the first time in my life, I had something in my life to empower me. I felt worthwhile and truly alive, I earnestly started seeking God's will for my life. Through his word, I am discovering more and more about what it means to be a person after God's own heart. And as I share that knowledge with you and we grow in the Lord together, I hope that you're encouraged to study the Bible on your own too. Pray with me. Gaze up to heaven and say, Heavenly Father, thank you for my salvation and my new life in Christ. 
Every day I want to learn more about you so that I can live according to your plan and share your great love with others. Amen. Amen. Does anyone feel stuck in a marriage rut? Well, this today might be a good time to think back and recall why you said I do in the first place. Remember those crazy things you did when you were dating? All the laughter, the fun? Well, the way to recapture those happier days is by making sure that each day involves the same lighthearted joy. Proverbs 5.18 says, A husband and wife are to continually rejoice in one another. Listeners, here are a few tips that will help you in that direction. And they're right out of the scripture, so we know that they will work. Sprinkled through the book of Proverbs are these caveats. So don't be contentious. Don't nag. Don't embarrass your husband by your speech. Don't embarrass your spouse by your appearance or your behavior. Are you wondering what your husband's responsibilities are? Well, that is between him and God. So right now, God wants you to concentrate on you. Pray with me. Dear Jesus, give me guidance in ways that I can keep my marriage healthy. Keep it growing. Keep it loving and fun. I also want to be centered on you, Lord. I want my marriage and relationship to be centered on you. Amen. That was a nice prayer. Stay with us, listeners. Be right back with more. More words of wisdom. My dear listeners, humility is the proper estimate of oneself. Humility begins when we know ourselves. Yes, we're made in the image of God, but Romans 3.23 reminds us, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 12.2 tells us, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that what is good and acceptable is the perfect will of God. This renewing is done through faithful praying and when we bow before God, confessing our sins, thanking and praising Him for all He's done for us, then we can strive to imitate Christ's humbleness. And humility also includes respecting others by serving them and considering them better than ourselves. It's a tall order, 
Yes, it is. But we can do all things through Christ. Pray with me. Father, I don't like to think of myself as selfish or better than others. But sometimes what I do communicates that. So help me focus on you so that I can present you to others without me getting in the way. Amen. You may have heard the expression, but one thing I do. What is that one thing in your life? In Philippians 3.13, the Apostle Paul said his one thing was to forget what is behind and reach forward to what is ahead, pressing on toward the goal to win the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I encourage you listeners to be like a runner, never looking back, never looking back at the ground already covered, but instead moving forward deliberately. According to Paul's example, we should concentrate our energies on moving forward into the future. We, where are you putting your focus? Have you a goal in view? Keep your eyes, your heart, and your life fixed on the end of the race. We conquer by continuing. We conquer by continuing. So press on. Father, thank you for forgiving me and taking care of my past and taking care of my future. Help me look ahead to see how I can serve you and run the course that you have set before me. Amen. Amen. You have to get God's peace and joy. God promises you joy. No matter what your circumstances, you can have joy in him. Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Rejoicing is not an option. And the truth is that the kind of rejoicing the Bible talks about often comes from a life of pain and hardship. But God's peace and joy will prevail, listeners. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. God's peace stands guard against all those things that attack your mind and heart. 
through prayer, you'll also experience the joy that God gives. His joy is in abundance. Pray with me. Father, you are an awesome God. You not only give me the strength and fortitude I need to make it through my trials, you also shower me with your joy and peace along the way. Thank you. Amen. The Flawless Word of God I tend to believe what I hear, what I read, and what I watch. If you're like me, then you'll realize there's definitely a need to discern truth. And that ability comes from learning, growing, and understanding the Bible. You may want to get involved in a Bible study or take some classes that will further your knowledge. Memorizing the scripture is crucial to being able to separate fact from fiction. The American Banking Association once sponsored a training program to help tellers detect counterfeit bills. Not once during the training were the tellers exposed to actual counterfeits, but for two weeks they handled nothing but the real thing and they became so familiar with the true money that they could not be fooled by the false. And that is exactly what God is encouraging you to do. Pray with me. Jesus, memorizing takes time and energy, which are short in supply in my life. So please give me an energy boost and open my mind to your word. I want to do everything I can to know truth and learn about you. Amen. I want to do everything I can know truth and learn about you. Amen. And here are some of God's promises for your life. Psalm 27, verse 4. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord. The beauty of God describes his moral character. God is holy, pure, just, loving, wise, long-suffering, merciful, gracious, and so much more. And these attributes exist in perfect harmony and are manifested in perfectly balanced ways. God's beauty is the beauty of perfection, a beauty that borrows from nothing and no one and to which nothing or no one may be compared. Amen. 
John chapter 3, verse 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. An ordinary night with ordinary sheep and ordinary shepherds. And were it not for a God who loves to hook on extra on the front of ordinary, the night would have gone unnoticed. The sheep would have been forgotten. The shepherds would have slept the night away. But God dances amidst the common. And that night, he did a waltz. The night was ordinary, no more. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. No mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. And Paul simply means that we cannot outdream God. What is at the end of our personal journey? Something beyond our wildest imagination. Amen. Psalm 46, verse 1. God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. Listeners, have you ever asked God for something that he did not give you? And at first you felt slighted or upset, but perhaps later, 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 you saw the reason why. God said no. Our God promises to give only what is good for you and no less. The Lord loves you with an affection beyond imagination, and he fashioned every intricate fiber of your being. It makes sense then that he knows exactly what you need and what blessings would benefit you. Amen. I love that. Words are so comforting. And Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. He is he was wounded by our transgressions. He was bruised by our iniquities. There is no way our little minds can comprehend the love of God. But that did not keep him from coming. From the cradle in Bethlehem to the cross in in Jerusalem, we have pondered the love of our Father. What can you say of that kind of emotion? Upon learning that God would rather die than live without you, should cause a reaction. How on earth can we begin to explain such passion? Thank you, Lord, 
for loving us, for sacrificing your life on earth for us. We are humbly grateful and we will live the rest of our lives proving our love for you, proving that we recognize the magnitude of what it meant for you to die for our sins. Amen. Thank you, God, for everything. In God's way, day by day, Romans 5, verse 8, While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Only in Christianity has God reached all the way down to man and said, in effect, all that I require of you is that you believe in my son, Jesus Christ, and you shall have the gift of eternal life. Only in Christianity has God said, I'll do all the work, all the dying, sacrifice, ritual, saving, regenerating, renewing, and all that I ask is that you receive what I have done and what I offer to you as being personally applicable to your own life. Amen. Perfect performance isn't possible in this life. God most certainly does not require it. When self-worth is based upon performance, Anxiety and frustration are nearly always present. Sooner or later, we all fall short of our own best. We all come in second, third, or even last place. We all have moments when we don't achieve to the level that we would like to achieve. When we fail to prepare as thoroughly as we could or when we don't perform as well as we have at other times. That's part of being human. God does not require perfect performance from us, not at all times. And we are unwise to require it of ourselves or of others. Amen. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 12 says, I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins. I will remember no more. Ponder that. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. Isaiah 54, verse 5. At the time of Jesus' birth, there was a tremendous unrest in the world. Peace and security were the things that people longed for, and they wanted to obtain it. Even though Rome had instituted its Pax Romana, 
or Roman peace, there still was an unsettling lack of peace within the hearts and minds of mankind. World peace, accumulated wealth, or material gain is no substitute for God's presence. The fact remains, mankind needs a savior. The birth of Jesus Christ proclaims once and for all God's infinite love to a dying world. Amen. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. What makes you think and what you think makes a huge difference in what you say and do. Your thoughts, which flow out of your basic beliefs, are like the traffic controllers of your life. They determine where you go, what activities you pursue, how you pursue them, the people you are willing to include in your life, and many other factors, all of which result in your ultimate success or failure. The way you think about other people, listeners, also becomes the way you treat other people. The way you think about situations also becomes the way you respond to them. I titled today's podcast, Not Everyone Makes It. And that is because I get a few calls every day, people asking for prayers for someone that has passed away. And oh, the grief that you can hear in their voice. And this time of year is especially sensitive. People have just spent time with friends and family at Thanksgiving. So you probably recently saw a lot of loved ones. And then the anticipation of Christmas, another time for gathering all together around a table to celebrate Jesus. People get nervous. People get anxious. People are sensitive. And feelings are very raw on the surface. Should anyone you love get called home during this time, do everything you can to see Jesus' hand in it and his hand in it in the best possible way. Remember, God is in control. All things happen for a reason. There is a better life that is waiting for us Christians. Heaven is amazing. So just pray that your loved ones 
are headed in that direction and make sure that your own soul is clean and pure so that should that day come, no one will have to wonder where you're going. I love you listeners. I love the Lord more, yes, but it is all a love fest. As you go out today, just do your best. Come back tomorrow. Pray with me. I'll be nursing my voice. Sorry, it's a little colder here. <laughs> a little colder than normal. Stay warm wherever you are in the world. Bye for now. <laughs>